heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. And on this Monday, we are racing at Warrnambool, where the track is rated a good four. The rail is out six metres, nine of the best at the bull on this Monday. And Warren Huntley is here after a very big weekend, uh, hopefully a winning weekend. Uh, and hopefully he can find us a few winners today as well. How was your weekend, Warren? No complaints, Michael. Had a great uh, great weekend. Enjoyed it on a lot of fronts. The racing was fantastic as well. But, uh, yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of good aspects to the weekend. So no complaints. Here. Uh, it certainly was. Uh, have you got a clearer picture of the Melbourne Cup winner after the Caulfield Cup on Saturday? Still going to be a great race, isn't it? I, I think the discussion might have been with, uh, with Gator that it's probably more some that you're likely to cull rather than necessarily a standout winning performance. But, you know, Gold Trip, was outstanding without a fight was terrific i thought the japanese horse he'll really appreciate that run break up and, and getting to the flemington and 3200 meters so they were probably the run ones that rose a little bit in my thoughts through the weekend what about this monday meeting uh, are you keen to have a play at warnable today there's some races where i'm keen enough to play in it's uh, it's obviously a different standard to what we were talking about over the weekend but they're Pretty evenly graded races. I think there's a couple of races that I'm keen enough to play in. Rail out six, as you said, and a good four track. I don't think it's going to be any disadvantage to be near the speed. All right. Well, uh, we'll get into our preview. Uh, we'll try and get hold of Simon Wald at some stage throughout the preview as well because he's got a big team and a number of very important runners throughout the meeting. But the first at Warnable kicks off at 1 o'clock. This is a three-year-old maiden over 1,200 metres. In this race, take out 2 and 12. Demora Queen, Lindsay Smith, was on uh, with the uh, breakfast guys this morning and uh, it's the $3.50 favourite. There has been a bit of specking in the market. Others in contention, Earl of Bantry, number one, at $5. $6 Flying Fizz, a debutante from the Matty Williams yard as well. So what have you seen from these first starters that might give you some confidence today? Of the first starters, I thought Deborah Queen was the pick of them. Interesting, she had a jump out recently with Star Testimony. Star Testimony won that jump out but looked to be under a bit more pressure. And I, I, to my eye, Demora Queen could have won that jump out if she chose to. Star Testimony's been to the races and run well. No, they're only jump outs, but they're the only guide we've got on uh, on unraced horses, jump outs or trials. And from an inside draw, the way she was travelling, I thought Demora Queen trialled up really nicely. So I'm with her, nine. Head of seven, Star Testimony, who's had the benefit of a run at the races since that jump out together and ran well enough behind a, a very talented horse in, in Loose on Gin who went around as a, a prohibitive odds favourite in that race, was expected to win. I thought Star Testimony hit the line well there. That was 1,100 metres, the step up to 1,200 a positive. Earl of Bantry strolled up nicely for the second racing preparation, rode the speed and, and worked through the line nicely in a recent jump out, tongue tie on for the first up run and mean feet, stable mate to my top selection, looks to have jumped out okay but I, think the, the stable mate and a couple of others have got mean feet covered. Nine, seven, one, five. Nine, seven, one and five for Warren in the first. Uh, the seven is Star Testimony for Simon Wild, who joins us, a big team, as I said, uh, at the races today. Morning, Simon. Good morning. 
Uh, Star Testimony, as Warren said, did a really good job on debut. Has uh, it taken a, a fair bit of improvement out of that first day at the races? I think it has, yeah. We we actually ran the horse, you know, he, he probably needed another trial, but we thought a small field on a big track like that, he'd get more benefit out of a race start. And you'll see he was quite green, but he did a really good job. And I think he'll he'll take really good benefit out of that race, a, a slight you know, step up in... Uh, trip and you know i think he would have learned a lot so yeah i, I think you can expect him to improve although i think this this race is probably stronger than what he lined up against all right uh, Hamilton. is there a bit of a whisper about Lindsay's first starter is there i see there's a bit of money for it yeah, yeah. I, I, um no but I, I can't i can't really lead anyone into that one i haven't seen it yet at the trials i'll tell you what there has been good money for and that's your debutante in race two uh, they put up 14 dollars yasu uh, it's now the three uh, 370 favorite yeah look i think it's probably off his last jump out, which was a good jump out, but we we had to really ask him. And look, he might be a horse that's better suited over 1,400 metres. Um, we were tossing up whether to run him in the 1,400, but um, anyway, we decided to go with this race. He's a, he's a nice horse. He's a big, tall animal that, you know, he's quite a big strider, so I think drawn out won't overly worry him. And, uh, you know, I think he's, he's trialled up quite well. Um, you know, he's, he's reasonably fit, but he might be looking for a little bit further. Okay, that's race two, uh, the favourite there. Uh, race three, you've got Real Lippy, who on paper, uh, the form doesn't read overly well this time in. Uh, how, how's it going? No, that, that's probably true. Um, she's drawn out at her first two starts this time in and, and she's got sort of, you know, she had she's had difficult runs both times. She, she gets a good gait today and up to 1,400 metres. She gets an opportunity to show something. I don't think that's an overly strong race and she should get the right run, so... Um, you know, she's, she should be an each-way chance today, I would have thought. Okay, uh, that's race three. Uh, we get to see it in action, and you can get about $9, $2.70. Uh, Pearl Blue's an interesting runner. This is a, a French mare who's been here uh, for a few starts now, goes around today in race number five, a $19 chance. What are you expecting? I think she can show something today. She's probably at a right distance. She's third up. Um, both times she's drawn barrier one, in her first two starts for us. And I don't think that's really suited her. She looked like she had something to offer at Flemington and she got a little bit crowded and, uh, you know, and, and once that happened, it was sort of race over for her. I think it'll be a different story today. We'd like to see her get to the outside and in clear running. Um, we, we gave her a little trial last week and, uh, and we did that. We're quite happy with the way she finished off. So we'll try and emulate that again, uh, get some room and, like I said, third up at a right distance, you know, we'd expect to start to see something from it today. All right. Uh, $19 too, if you want to have a little spec there. Race seven, she's tenacious. Won two in a row. Uh, $6 chance for the treble today. Yeah, very reliable horse. She's uh, she's going to jump, put herself in a good spot. She's, uh, you know, quite tough. I thought it was a good run at Matoa. They ran it along quite, you know, at a quite a strong gallop. And then, you know, she, she won very well in the end. So... You know, she's a hand, she's a chance for the for the hat trick. Um, you know, she's just a really good, reliable horse. She'll she'll jump well and put herself in a really good spot. And good chances in the last two. Cape Doctor won well on debut. Uh, it's the favourite in race eight at three ninety. Yeah, he's um he's a little bit enigmatic. He you know he could run last or he could win. He's uh he's you know he's got a really funny sort of temperament. So I guess if you you know if he behaves himself well in the three race uh that'll help him a lot um he's, he's got plenty of talent but um you know his, his mind's sometimes elsewhere so 
Um, you know, look, he, he he did get very hot last time and still managed to win, but this is a you know this is a step up from a maiden, so he'll have to be on his best behaviour. But he is a nice horse. And Belakai in the last also was uh, it looks like a nice horse. His daughter of Fioronte steps out to seventeen hundred metres after a really good debut win. Yeah, we thought she'd run very well first up, but we were probably a little bit surprised how well she raced. She she did a terrific job over the thirteen hundred. I think she'll be better suited to seventeen hundred. And we just want to get some experience into her now. She's a four-year-old mare, and I think the more racing she does, the better she'll get. But this looks like a really nice progression for her, you know, a 1,700-metre race. She's got, you know, beautiful, clean-winded mare, and um, she's got a, a little bit of class about her, I think. So, uh, you know, she looks like she'll get a good run as well. And um, as long as she behaves herself and, and switches off nicely, I think she'll be running pretty well also. All right. Uh, sounds like you've got a lot of chances today. If we had to tell us to back one or two, who would it be? I, I like... I like Belakai. I think she's a real, you know, she's a really progressive mare and doesn't look an overly strong race. Um, you know, and probably the value might be Pearl Blur, to, you know, for a mm. place. Um, I, I, I do expect to start to see something from that horse. Um, yeah, and she, like I said, she's at a right distance. So she's probably the best roughie. A listener wants to know, have you got one on Geelong Cup Day for us? Because you can pull out a, a winner on Geelong Cup Day. Yeah, we've got a couple of last start winners going there. We've... Uh, Dashing Duchess, it'll be her biggest test to date. She's only had the three starts. Um, she's won her last two. Um, this will be a big step up for her, but she's first time at a mile and a half, and I think she's going to be very suited to that. And we've got a colt called uh, Sacred Eagle who won his maiden quite well at Titan. Um, you know, he might be on a derby mm. path if he can run well in the Classic, but he he's, seems like a really nice colt going the right way. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time. Wish for less. When do we see her next? Uh, she'll run on Saturday in the Group 3 Mayor's Mile on Cox Plate Day. I think uh, that'll be a, a nice race for her, you know. Um, yeah, we're not sort of raising the bar too high just yet. We'd like to see her sort of uh, have a couple more starts. Like, she's pretty lightly raced, and I, we just thought that was a lovely race for her on Saturday. Good on you, Simon. Good luck today and throughout the week. Pleasure. Thanks very much. Simon uh, Wild with uh, an in-depth look at all of his runners today. A little bit of good mail there, hopefully, for the punters. Race number two at Warrnambool today is over 1,100 metres. Take out three, five and 13. Warren, the favourite here is Yasu, Simon's debutant. Did you like it? Oh, I've got it in the numbers, Michael. Yes, yeah, Simon outlined. Bit of a solid hit out in the recent jump out. Winkers on for the debut. Uh, right in the mix for me. I thought the debut of number 14, She's a High Flyer, was... Terrific, and she'll be better for that experience. Jayla Kennedy rode her that day, and uh, although there are no real excuses on that day, at the 1,000 metres, I thought she was terrific. Step up to 1,100 metres will be a positive, I think. 14 for me. Hit a 12-3 grand who will ride the speed. She's come back in good order, and that's what she'll do is be on speed, but she might be a touch vulnerable late at this trip. 8 Yasu will be one of the ones that I think is hitting the line strongly, and 11 Rockleys trialled up okay for the second racing preparation. Another one that'll be there somewhere near the speed. Crossover nose then and tongue tie on for the second campaign. 14, 12, 8 and 11. 14, 12, 8 and 11 in the second. Race three at Warnable over 1,400. Take out two, 8, 11, 14, 17. Uh, Herlick is the $3.10 favourite, a debutante from the O'Brien stable. Uh, who have you got on top in this race? 12, 13, 9 and 7 for me, Michael. Not overly enamoured with the raced form, so not a hard race for the first starters to be hard to beat. The market's identified as much. Thought Cherbourg's official trial recently was solid. Winkers on for the debut. Ehrlich's been jumping out okay, but 
it is a race that I said is quite winnable for a first starter and nothing wrong with the jump outs but I think kicking off at a suitable trip so those shorter course jump outs don't look sharp for the 800 metre jump outs if they're going to 1400 metres Real Lippy can improve on the home track for Simon Wild covered ground at Mount Gambier last start and Seven elaborate ruse seems to be improving with racing. 12, 13, 9, 7. 12, 13, 9, and 7. Let's go back to Warren for the preview now. And we're up to race number four at Warnable. Over 2,350 metres. Take out the eight. The favourite here is Flying Pharaoh at $2.70. Who have you got on top in this race, Was? Oh, I'm with Flying Pharaoh, but yeah, these distance maidens can be a bit of a unusual suspects reunion, can't they? He's got talent, Flying Pharaoh, and he should still be on the up third up but gee was green last start notice the winkers go on i think it's a positive that jared fry's riding him again might have been part of the consultation with the gear change and i think if he goes straight he's uh, he's got a great winning chance but there's a bit of a contingency there so three for me ahead of seven barbara baby she's shown talent in her career she stuck on okay last start this trip looks suitable pre-race earmuffs go on alamigos has really found some consistent form in races that Sort of tie a bit of this together. You'd put him in the category of a horse who looks ready to win a maiden in this distance range, and there's a few of them in this race. Six Rudston fits that category also. I've gone three, seven, two, six. Three, seven, two, and six in race number four. Race number five is uh, another one over 2,350 metres. We've got a firmer favourite here. Six, eight, ten come out. And the favourite here is a Newton at two dollars and fifty cents. Handshake at four sixty, and more Pergo at four eighty. Are well in the market, Warren. I'm with the Newton here. I, I think you just got to trust Tom Dabenig that uh, that the 2350 metres will be suitable with the gap between runs. But he looked good in a recent jump out, and he actually showed some acceleration there. And he's coming through some superior form lines to a lot of the other horses in this race and I, I think his class can get him over the line here so two for me ahead of three handshake who comes through the same race as Morpurgo at Mount Gambier recently there wasn't a lot between them Morpurgo had a tactical advantage and was strong enough on the line but I think a little weight swing from there just might give handshake an opportunity to get past Morpurgo today an alibi for Rick McIntosh, who's done a terrific job this preparation. Paul Pruska training the horse. There's a real story behind getting this horse to the races and seems to be fit, racing well. I just think strikes a couple that are coming through stronger form lines. Probably a trifecta first four player. Keen on two, ahead of three, four and five. Keen on two, ahead of three, four and five in race five, which means that there's four still to come. The Quaddy Legs will take a break. Back with them next. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview, up to the first leg of the Quaddy Race 6, which is a benchmark 58 over 2,000. Take out one and four. Uh, the favourite here, We Take Manhattan for Matty Kamani, is at $2.70. And he's uh, a pretty firm favourite here, Warren. Uh, do we need a few in the first leg or can we trim? We can trim to some extent, Michael. I think I'm taking three in this leg of the quaddy and I thought we take Manhattan as probably the starting point no jump out or trial between runs but it's not really an issue with a number of stables and I'd put the Kamani stable in that category Maddie seems to be able to find ways to get horses fit to get back to the races over a bit of ground with not necessarily any public work available it's the claim here for Ryan Houston and the form through a Lambra Lad Fire Glow too it's just a very strong form reference for 
this race. And I think if the horse is fit enough and the market's indicating that it is, then I think he's the one to beat. Number two, ahead of five, Buddy Ripper. Comes through a maiden last start, but looks to be a staying horse with a, a bright enough future in the Purcell stable. Got out to 2,000 metres last start and was just really tough out staying the Simon Wild trade runner Hazelwood there. Three pulveriser is probably going to appreciate another run and maybe even more ground, but I like the jump out coming into this preparation. I like the way he closed off first up. So I want to have him on my side in a suitable race second up, stepping up to 2,000 metres. And nine, no matter what, covered ground last up, stuck on OK, should get an economical run from the inside draw. Two, five, three, nine. Two, five, three and nine. Race seven, we scratch 12 and 13. $3.40, Colorado Cruz is the favourite here. Uh, 390 Silvani. Uh, Silvani. Wonder if he can continue uh, the uh, football legends who have had a big weekend winning races. Well, he signed on for another campaign, hasn't he, Silvani? <laughs> so at least he's uh, at least he's there for another season. Um, look, I'm with seven Colorado Crews here, but yeah, recent jump out just was no real guide. Uh, but I think probably a real intention to keep her on the fresh side for for this trip. Suitable grade of race. For Colorado Cruz, who was spelled after her most recent run, and that was behind Benedetta, and things just were were far from ideal that day. And obviously, that form's terrific, and all her previous form is solid. So I'm with her seven ahead of two. Silvani, who's jumped out nicely to resume and gets the winkers on, was able to win on debut. Taylor Childs taking a couple of kilos off a positive. Easy J is going to be probably buried back in the field to some extent. I'm not really concerned about the wider draw because likely to drift back anyway. Pre-race earmuffs go on, but I think he's the other must include. And eight, she's tenacious. You can tie her form in with Colorado Cruz from earlier in their careers where Colorado Cruz was superior. But I do think she's tenacious, has learned her craft and improved since then. Seven, two, six, eight. Seven, two, six and eight. Uh, the penultimate race, race number eight, is over 1,400 metres. In this race, we can take out nine, 11, 14. Uh, Manchego is the favourite here at $3.20, just ahead of Cape Doctor, who Simon Wald spoke to us about, and who, of course, Warren, has the impeccable Magna Per form, who a listener reminded me won the last yesterday. So you are flush with cash at $12, uh, part owned by yourself, making a two in a row. So well done yesterday. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Yeah, Griffo and, and Matt DeCock have done a great job with him and, and Paddy Maloney was part of the plan to put blinkers on, so I'm hoping Paddy's OK after a fall at the Cranbourne Trials this morning. I think he's ended up in, in Frankston mm. Hospital being assessed, so I hope he's OK because he played his role in getting the right combination for Magna Burr and Harry Coffey jumped in the saddle at late notice yesterday and, yeah, it was great to see him sail down the outside there. Probably a little bit unexpected. I thought he'd be competitive, but I, he's, uh, he's probably exceeded expectations. The team had done a great job with him, and the Cape Doctor form line is, is, is there with Magna Purr. Do you reckon he's got a great chance here? I thought Cape Doctor and Manchego, they look quite promising gallopers on the upcoming through this race, and they're probably hard to split. I probably swayed as much with Cape Doctor being on the home track where he's already won. It's a stallion chain on, so he's probably still not push button at the barriers, but G's going well and he's got talent, as does Manchego. I love the way that he was able to take that gap and come through on debut. He looks a nice horse, Manchego, and you know, I think they're both horses with bright futures. Five Sabars got a bit more exposure to his profile. He's been back to the jump outs and run well since his first up run over the short course that was just too sharp for him. Tongue tie on here. 
I think he has to go in. And eight Karat just maps to get a good run somewhere near the speed. Ricky Brun does a terrific job with his team. He has done for many years and thought Karak sort of flies under the radar, maps to get every chance at least a trifecta first four, hope here. Three thirteen, five and eight. Three thirteen, five and eight. And the last wonder if we can trim this up. We can scratch two, three, eight and sixteen. And the favourite here is Balaki at two dollars and ninety cents from the Simon Wild Stable. I'm going with four horses in this last leg, Michael. Six, five, twelve and thirteen. My numbers. I thought Lord Turnbury was terrific second up in a race of some depth behind Splashback, but he was covering ground for the majority of the trip there, and well, it was a fantastic run. And I'm happy to play him each way. Six ahead of five, Balakai. She couldn't have done much more than she did on debut. She was challenged. She kicked. Pickaxe from the uh, the Maran Eustace Stables been and supported to, to break a maiden on a number of occasions. I, I think there's an opinion there, and uh, the horse was the race was a bit marred by a late scratching. But Pickaxe was bringing some good form lines there, so there's plenty of merit in that win of Balakai, and I think the rising distance suits. 12, Morissette. She looked a promising filly early in her career, and she sort of plateaued a little bit. Gee, she's jumped out nicely to resume, and she's a previous first-up winner. And Dustland Fairytale got to the outside, made ground pretty well, Last start, Will Strick, fitter here, third up. Six each way, ahead of five, 12 and 13. Six each way, ahead of five, 12 and 13. Uh, quickly, give us your best plays of the day, Was Race five, number two, Zanudin, my best. Race ten, number six, Lord Turnbury, the value. Quaddy first leg, two, five and three. Second leg, seven, two, six and eight. Third leg, three, 13 and five. Coming home with six, five, 12 and 13. Races 2 and 3, running double play today. 14 and 12 into 12 and 13. Good on you, Warren. Good punting today, and I'll see you uh, out at Mooney Valley bright and early in the morning. Looking forward to it, Michael.